Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today as we take the journey from... 1 Timothy chapter 5 into 1 Timothy chapter number 6. We've gone through this first letter that Paul wrote to Timothy under inspiration of God, and soon we'll be starting into 2 Timothy, but not before we get a few broadcasts under our belt here in 1 Timothy chapter number 6. In this chapter, we'll cover several different themes, and I'll mention those here in just a moment. Well, I'm ready to go today. Uh, Brother Moyer, the main man here at KNVBC, has got his hands one way or another on an espresso machine. I'm talking about uh, the kind that you would see at uh, the place where you pay $10 for a small cup of coffee, one of those kind of professional-grade machines. And he just gave me a tutorial on how to make some high-octane uh, espresso drink, and I've got it before me. My eyes are a bit, are about as big around as paper plates, and uh, my heartbeat is uh, up into my forehead right now, and I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I've got a couple of shots of espresso and a King James Bible and a microphone. What a dangerous combination. Wherever you are today, I hope you're having a great day in the Lord. God sure has been good to us, hasn't he? It's good to be saved and know heaven's our home. Thank God for family and friends and a local church to attend, a Bible to read. God's been better than good to every single one of us. While you're finding your place here in 1 Timothy chapter 6, let me invite you to visit Help for Today. The web address is helpfortoday.org. Helpfortoday.org. This is a free resource put together by the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of Golden State Baptist College. What we've done is we've compiled articles, ministry ideas, printable material, things of that nature, put them all on one website, and it's free for you to take advantage of, and we want you to. Our desire is truly just to be a blessing and a help to other people. You'll find articles there ranging from uh, articles on the home to articles on ministry, some on current events and missions, uh, media articles, devotional articles, and pretty much anything you'll ever want to see or read about, you'll find it on Help For Today. So visit the web address, help the number four today.org. Also, you can subscribe. Simply go on the website, type your email address in, hit subscribe. It's free. But what it does, this will put you on our free mailing list. We'll send you an article every day to your email inbox. I personally use the articles for daily devotionals, and you can do the same thing, and I believe it would be a blessing uh, to your Christian life. All right, let's look at it together. First Timothy chapter 6. Now, there are several themes covered in this chapter. And it says the duty of servants, that'd be a theme. Godliness is gain, that would be a theme. The love of money is the root of all evil, that's a theme. And then uh, let's see what Timothy is to flee and what Timothy is to follow. Those are all themes in this chapter, and we'll touch on those as we go through. Today we'll begin with verse number 1. The Bible says, Let as many servants as are under the yoke, Count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them 
because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefit. These things teach and exhort. These first two verses give instructions to employees on how they ought to treat their employer. Now, in the context of the chapter, servants and those who would rule over them. We can make the application today, though, that a Christian employee ought to be a good employee. You ought to be on the job site in such a way that you will not blaspheme the name of Jesus by your behavior. When you wear that badge of Christianity, and you should, but when you wear that badge of Christianity openly before the world, the world is going to look at you differently. The world is going to judge and measure up if your practice matches your preaching. The Bible talks about in the book of James how we're justified by works. Now, don't get all in a tizzy about that and think the Bible's teaching something contrary in James than it does in Romans or someplace else. It does not. James is writing about two kinds of justification. He says faith justifies and works justify. What does that mean? Simple. Faith is what justifies you before God. Faith, thank God, in Christ alone. Justified. I'm happy in Jesus today. The sins I've committed are all in the past. They've been forgiven and he holds me fast. I'm justified. I'm happy in Jesus today. But while faith justifies me before God, works justify my faith before man. Man cannot see my heart. Man can see my works. So when I say I'm a Christian, but I live like the devil, can I say it's going to wreck my testimony, uh, bring my faith in God into question, and even cause uh, there to be opportunity to blaspheme the name of my Savior? So the Bible says here that we should count our masters, our employers, worthy of all honor, that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. Treat them right. Show up for their work. Be on time. Work until the closing bell. Give it your all. Put some grit. Put some heart. Put some effort into your labor. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service. Because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefit, these things teach and exhort. Now, you ought to thank God today if you have a job. We live in a day and hour where many people want a job and some can't find a job. Also, we have the other side of the coin where there's plenty of opportunity to work and folks don't want to do it. If you've got a job, don't complain. Do your job. If you've got a job, don't skip out on it. Do it. I, I counsel with some people. We, we deal with folks that we've reached here, and uh, they seem to go from job to job to job to job to job, and it's always the employment opportunity's fault, <laughs> not their fault. Can I say it cannot be 100% of the time uh, the job site that is the problem. After a while there, uh, Gertrude, you're going to have to figure out it ain't your brother, ain't your sister. It's you that's sideways and needs to get something fixed. Now, if you've got a job, go to work and give it your all. There's just, uh, Paul wrote about that earlier in this same ch uh, book. In chapter 5, he says, if a man doesn't provide for his house, he's worse than an infidel. So go to work. And then when you go to work, treat your employer right. Don't be talking bad about Hey, listen, if you're on staff at a church especially, you ought not ever talk bad about your pastor. That's right. In fact, if you're on staff and you know someone who does that, you ought to call them out. Call them on the floor. That's wrong. That's what that is. Verse number 3, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, 
but doting about questions and strives of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil, surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. So Paul is writing to Timothy, and he gives Timothy some procedure, some principle for servants as they obey their masters. And now he says, if you find someone who tries to tell you otherwise, one of these fellows who's always trying to cut corners, who's always running his mouth, who doesn't give it his all, who's always complaining, talking down about those that he works for, he's proud. He's proud. He doesn't know anything. He's just gendering questions and strifes and making people uh, envious and bringing evil surmisings and railing against uh, other people. And he said, you stay away from that crowd. They think gain is godliness. Now, there's a crowd like that, isn't there? They think, man, their God is gain. Gain is their God. They're out there to make a buck. Now, they want to make it as easy as possible, and they don't care if it's illegal cutting corners or whatever it is to do it. But they think gain is godliness. We know better. You'd be better off not to have a dime in this world and have the touch of God, the power of God, the fullness of God, the realness of God, and be right with God than to amass a fortune, millions upon millions upon millions, and be distant from God, away from God, cut off from God. Gain is not godliness. Godliness is gain. And we're going to talk about that in the next broadcast. This chapter opens up right at the gate with the duty of servants. Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. And it says, if you have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren. Folks, every one of us answers to somebody. We all work for somebody. You say, well, I'm self-employed. Well, there's always somebody that we answer to. And we need to learn to be good stewards, good servants, good soldiers, good employees, and do our job, do it right, and to do it with a testimony that brings honor and glory to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, Jesus wasn't lazy. Jesus was a worker, and we need to be the same. Well, that's our opening broadcast in 1 Timothy chapter 6. Join us next broadcast as we continue. Until then, keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.